Welcome to the Tend My Sheep podcast with Jonathan Thompson. Hey, good afternoon. This is uh, Jonathan Thompson, and uh, this is the Tend My Sheep podcast focused on uh, providing uh, pastors, those in ministry, and those who serve uh, the ministry with uh, an area of focus. Uh, you know, you guys feed the sheep every week. Uh, my goal is to help you tend to the sheep or tend to the flock so a legacy can be left uh, that focuses uh, making sure the sheep not only survive but thrive. Uh, you know, I'm not a pastor. I'm a pastor's uh, son, grew up in the church. But uh, there was this part when uh, Jesus was restoring Peter and he had a, a dialogue, and that's in John 21, uh, 15 through... 17. And, uh, you know, so imagine if you're listening to this, you know the story. Um, you know, Jesus appears to Peter and then he asks Simon, son of Jonah, he says, Do you love me more than these? And he's, he says, Yeah, yeah, Lord, you know I love you. And then he tells him to feed my lambs. And then he said to him again a second time, He says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And he said to him, Ten to my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said uh, to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. And so uh, if you're listening to this in some capacity, you already are feeding the sheep. Um, And I just want to come along and and, uh, be a guide and a support and the aspects of, of tending to your sheep. I know every pastor uh, and those in ministry want to leave a legacy. Uh, nobody wants to serve, you know, 30, 40 years. Uh, and then, you know, the next generation uh, is uh, either non-existent or the church uh, is not there or, or um, uh, the legacy is left that, that it doesn't continue after after you've served. Uh, part of that is is uh, uh, the purpose of this podcast is to focus on the different ways that uh, pastors and those in leadership can tend to the sheep. And, uh, you know, uh, and that's that's my focus and, and uh, as a guide. And, uh, and then you, you focus on the, on the feeding part. And so, uh, you know, so every pastor wants to serve well, um, but there are external factors uh, that are uh, making serving and the tending part very difficult. Uh, and so, uh, you know, for example, here in L.A., uh, you know, there was a couple articles between Los Angeles and San Francisco, and I love L.A. I love San Francisco, and I think... Um, I love LA. I haven't necessarily. I don't. I mean, San Francisco is a good place, and, but I. Uh, but you know, there's something that they both have in common, right? Which is the African American population in both in one of those cities has uh, declined drastically, right? So roughly around the same place that you know African Americans were in the 19. Uh, 40s is where they're roughly at right now. So, 
in San Francisco, African Americans are around three percent of the population, and um, in LA, African Americans are roughly around seven percent of the population from their height in 1980 of being at 12 percent and all the way up to 14 percent, uh, respectively, in Los Angeles and San Francisco. Uh, and so, you know, why does that matter, right? So, um, so you feed and then you tend, um, in part, I would, uh, as a guide suggest that tending is making sure that, uh, an environment is created that the sheep are able to successfully live, survive and thrive. And if there's issues in which they can't thrive or they're not thriving or surviving, uh, that's part of the tending part. Um, and so it's just to encourage uh, and, and guide uh, on that tending part. And so we're, um, and I know that every person or pastor or those in leadership want to uh, have their congregation and those in their congregation survive and thrive. And so my desire is to uh, kind of help support that, support that mission. Um, and so, I would argue that um, the focus should be on the social determinants of health. I know that's a big word, right? Like social determinants of health, what does that mean, right? And so it really just covers roughly like five areas. Um, neighborhood, built environment, uh, economic stability, health and healthcare access, education, and social and community context. Uh, and so over the next couple of weeks, it's really about diving in deep into those different five areas around the social determinants of health and that the, and, uh, uh, and how pastors can support uh, enhancing and improving uh, the social determinants of health in their neighborhoods and their communities. There's a passage in the Bible, right, where, uh, you know, I know that pastors want to focus on the, the feeding part, right, the, the messages that are delivered every week. You know, what is the word from the Lord that the, the congregation needs to receive? Uh, but there's a part that I think oftentimes, and, and I get it when you're in leadership, right? You have so many fires to put out. You have so many issues to focus on. Where do you start? Where do you focus? What, what do you address, right? And so uh, there's, a, there's a part, right, where, where in the early church was being set up that uh, they said, you know, uh, we need to go and focus on the gospel and we can't wait on tables, right? Which was really the aspect of, of, um, you know, running, I think at the time was, a you know, a social services, right? A food bank, you know, making sure that the widows and the orphans received food and that support. Right. And so I'm not asking for, uh, or suggesting that pastors and those in leadership need to, to do that aspect, but just like, the apostles did back then they assigned those tasks to someone and they made sure that they got done they made sure that um that these um social needs and supports of the of the community were being met and so i'm not asking or uh in implying that pastors need to uh, stop doing the feeding part but as um you've been blessed to have a congregation that uh, I believe that the Lord has sent you talented and capable people who can help with that tending part like the apostles did back then. Um, 
so that the congregation can be healthy, that it can thrive, that a legacy can be left uh, that is uh, uh, one that uh, continues to advance the, the purpose and the mission that God gave and, and that pastors and leaders can serve well. Um, and so I look forward to joining on this journey with um, with everyone who listens in and, and we dive into these different topics. Um, there are factors at play, right? And so uh, we can... Uh, so I guess maybe I'll, I'll circle back to why this matters, right? And so, um, you know, James one twenty seven says, religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit the orphans, the widows, and their infliction, to keep oneself unstained from the world. In Deuteronomy, the Old Testament, it's if, if among you one of your brothers should become poor, and in any of your towns within your land... That the Lord, your God, has given you. You shall not harden your heart or shut your hands against your poor brother, but you should open your hand to him, lend him sufficient for his need, whatever it may be. And right now, I can tell you that uh, you know forty percent of the homeless population in Los Angeles and San Francisco is African American, and so in part as a African-American male who grew up in African-American church, um, you know, this hits home, right? And, you know, I grew up in a mega church and and uh, a large church and also as a pastor's kid who, who had a church and, and I see where we were, um, you know, from when I was young uh, and to where, you know, three to four services every Sunday. Uh, and there's overflow room to where we're at now um which is uh you know one to two services or and um you know not being at the uh the fullness that they that they were and you know oftentimes pastors think oh it's the message it's the choir you know it's something that they're uh, they're not doing but i think respectively that uh i think you know it's just the people literally aren't there and so we get caught in the game of, or a game can be caught of playing the hungry, hungry hippo game, you know, where you just kind of keep trying to collect all the marbles. Um, but fundamentally, they're just less marbles. And so, um, you know, it, 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 you know, you, you start thinking like, well, why aren't we, you know, there's just, there literally are less marbles. And so I'm encouraging pastors to um, go on this journey with me. As, and uh, my goal is simply as a guide on this journey to look at the social determinant of health issues um, and to see how you can um, get behind each one of these issues uh, to to ensure that, um, you know, that the church not only survives, but it thrives and that a legacy is left and that this uh, race that you're running, not only that you finish it well, but you can pass the baton and that it can continue, um, and uh, uh, and that's 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 the goal. That's really really the goal. That's the focus. Um, and we're going to bring in different uh, individuals who are specialists in these different uh, topics of the social determinants of health. And um, you know, in part, I a lot of times I think pastors think that it's it's really about. 
uh, okay, we need to operate a food bank or, um, or, you know, uh, or, you know, uh, have a prison ministry or, um, yes, those things need to happen. Right. But it, it has to be, uh, uh, there are these larger systemic, uh, issues that have to be addressed as well. Right. And so, um, you know, if your congregation is, you know, drastically unemployed or homeless, like we need to delve into those issues and figure out, you know, how can you and the collection of your uh, uh, fellows, uh, uh, shepherds in ministry get together and advocate around those issues, you know, so if they're unemployed or underemployed, you know, uh, how do you support or how does you develop a ministry that makes sure that not only are they employed, but they're skilled and employed and then that they're getting jobs. Right. Um, and then even challenging the thing, or, uh, you know, whether it's getting them into the union, getting them good paying jobs. If they're, uh, can't afford rent, you know, how do you, you know, leverage, uh, resources and support to build affordable housing or build housing, uh, that your congregation can afford so that they can live in the community and, and maintain a community, right? And they're not pushed out. Um, education, you know, are, are your, you know, young men and boys, are they graduating from high school? Um, do they have the support and the tutoring and the resources to get through these different schools? Are they getting the, the health that they need, the health care support and access to education and the supports that they need? Um, and it's it's a it really requires at some level looking at each one of these social determinant of health issues, the neighborhood, the built environment, right, economics, the health and healthcare system, education, the community, and really kind of going on this journey of understanding each one of these social determinants of health and why it matters, and to realize that you even if you focus on one of those areas and then another um, shepherd focuses on another, that there has to be in not only in the local, but in the national context, uh, a a concentrated um, analysis and look at uh, or perspective and observation continuously looking at um, how are policy decisions uh, and uh, you know, what's are the it's what's needed to support it's it's what's happening right or what's being pushed down is it making it our community healthier or, or is it tearing it apart right or not even tearing it apart is it is it causing there to be less marbles right or that's not the best but less sheep right so are there wolves right are there factors right that are you know maybe uh or, you know, there's too many snakes out there that are biting the sheep. Are there wolves that are taking the sheep? Are there, you know, what are these factors that are causing uh, these sheep to dwindle? And I think sometimes we think, if I just, uh, I don't like the word, uh, if sometimes I think, uh, you know, if we, we, you know, we don't really have to focus on these things, you know? Uh, but eventually, what we see is that if we don't concentrate on these, on this collective social determinants of health, 
that each one of these areas can build a web and this web can eventually capture uh, a large portion of the sheep. And if we think that's not the case, then we just have to look at Los Angeles. We have to look at San Francisco. How do you go from where we were, where African-Americans were in the 1980s, 12 and 14% respectively, to 3 to 5% in San Francisco and 7% in Los Angeles. And so, uh, so you know, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's millions of, uh, hundreds of thousands of people who were once here who are no longer here, right? So, you know, and, and it's such a gradual decline that, that you don't always, you don't realize it until you look up and, you know, uh, you know, your congregation is empty. The people aren't there. The community is tattered. The businesses are closed. And, uh, you know, and, and, and then by then, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's a stressful, you know, frantic response. And so, um, the goal is to, is to preempt that. Um, the goal is to is to 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 figure out, you know, this is where we're at. This is where we need to get to, and how can we get there uh, collectively together? And and my guide as my goal as a guide is to really to kind of focus on these uh, social determinants of health and why these should be the primary focus. And to go over a journey of exploring each one of those, um, and then uh, culminate that uh, in in a plan. Uh, I don't have a plan. Uh, a plan that that each congregation uh, and hopefully community and uh, group of pastors in the local neighborhood and a national level can can create a plan uh, that will ensure that that um, that they thrive. Uh, and I know I'm said I'm focusing on the black church just because, um, you know, I am African American and I grew up in African American church, but this can easily apply to uh, whether it's rural communities or um, or any you know nationality or community. the The principles and the context uh, are the same, and I think as believers, we want each other to thrive, to live, to be healthy. We want to love God and love our neighbor. Uh, and uh, living out these, uh, and this is a way that we can do that. And so uh, I appreciate you, I appreciate your time, and uh, uh, I look forward to uh, going on this journey with you to explore these issues um, uh, so that uh, you can tend well and, uh, and, and we can serve well. All right, God bless.